Hola, bonjour, hello. Let me ask you a question. Do you think it's possible to have a word language class where instead of teaching the language, the rules, and the vocab, you and your students use the language to enjoy learning about each other and the world? I hope your answer is a big yes, because that's exactly what you will discover inside Growing with Proficiency, the podcast. My name is Claudia Elliott, a Spanish teacher born and raised in Colombia, who is as passionate as you are to support our learners to grow in their proficiency and cultural competence. My goal is that in this podcast, you find clarity, strategies, ideas, and inspiration that you can bring into your classroom the next day. Are you ready? Get comfortable while I grab my cafecito colombiano and let's start this conversation now. Hola, bonjour, hello. Welcome to a new episode of Growing with Proficiency, the pod. I want to begin by saying a big thank you. Thank you for listening. Mil y mil gracias. I just cannot believe that we already have over 35 episodes and nearly 25,000 downloads. That is like insane. I never, ever thought that I was going to make all these episodes and I was going to get all these downloads. But because of you, I am doing this. So if this podcast has helped you in your classroom with ideas, activities, clarity, or inspiration, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share it with a friend. I just cannot tell you how much that means to me. Okay, so let's talk about today's episode. Today, I'm going to share with you a very powerful protocol for language teachers that I recently shared with the members of the Growing with Proficiency Spanish Teacher Academy. The protocol is called Step Forward and it's all about intentional reflection for growth. I know, please don't leave. <laughs> I know you may be a little bit disappointed because today we don't have the usual activities or ideas for your students. But what I want to share with you today will have an incredible impact on your teaching. So please stay with me. Okay, now let me tell you a little bit about this protocol. For the longest time, I never took the time to truly reflect on my teaching at all or even conduct student services until 2020. So when the pandemic came and COVID came, that brought us an unprecedented challenge for our classrooms. As students were wearing masks, there was a lot of physical distancing between the between uh, us, a face-to-face connection was not, sometimes was not possible. And all that did something in my class that I never thought it was going to happen. I lost the feeling of the class. I just didn't know what my students were thinking. I didn't could have that sensation or feeling when you read your class, you read your audience, you know what they're thinking, you know if they're engaged or not. I couldn't. I just really couldn't. I didn't know what was working. I didn't know what it was working. Some of my students were totally like mute, silence. They, they wouldn't put their mics on, their cameras on. And then when we came in 2022, 2020, 2021, we have hybrid. So some students were in class. Some students were out. It was a very, very difficult time. And if you were teaching uh, those years, you know, and you remember how 
what a struggle it was for us. And it was then that student service became a norm for me because it was the only way that I could really tell what my students were feeling or how they were experiencing the class. But then I wanted to reflect on that because they were not talking to me and I wanted to know what was working, what was not working and do that reflection. So that happened in 2020 and it started like creating this new practice for me, which was serving my students, reflecting on the responses, reflecting on my practice. And finally this year, as part of my Spanish Teacher Academy, I wanted to do something very powerful for my teachers in the academy, that it was to create a protocol for them to do this in a much more guided way. And that's how I created Step Forward. So let's talk about Step Forward. It's very, very simple, but it's guided. So you have your steps and you don't feel like you're lost. And it's going to be really, really short. Okay, so the S stands for Student Survey. Now, I talk a lot about student survey in episode 33. So once you finish this, if you haven't done student services to your students, if you want to know how I do student services with my students, I want you to go back and listen to episode 33. But this, with this student services, what I want to, what I want to gain is the perspective, how my students experience my class and their perspective without passing judgment. I don't want to get into oh, I'm a bad teacher or I'm a bad, oh, I'm not doing this well. I just really want to be just looking at their perspective and try to eliminate that. Now, I understand how we can be hesitant about doing this, but the way that I design my student services, try to limit the negative comments that are not going to serve us and really focus on constructive feedback that will help us grow. So everything is in episode 33 if you want to know about student service. Now, if you haven't done student services, student services, I'm sorry, student survey, if you haven't done a student service and if you're in a break and you say, can I do this? Of course you can. I think this year, at least, we have a better sense of how our students perceive our classes. And maybe you can start from there and kind of like reflect on what your students would say about it. Now, check out my survey and look at the questions that I include in my survey. And then you're going to have an idea of how to reflect on that aspect, even if you didn't complete the survey with your student. Okay, so that is the S. Then we move to T, teacher reflection. Now, for the teacher reflection, I want to start with the wins. And why is that important? Because I think sometimes as teachers, we become fixers. We want to fix the students. We want to fix the, the situation. We want to like help because that's what we do. And because when we want to help, what do we focus on? On things that we need to help, on things that we need to fix. That means that a lot of our times we're spending on the negative. Or, I mean, yeah, I guess that's the best word that I can find. But on the aspects that are not working well and needs to be improved, needs to be growth. And I think that's good, but sometimes we just stay there and don't take the time to celebrate what is working. And I heard this um, a few months ago and said, like, we need just to do more of what's working, but sometimes we don't do it because we don't know what's working. So I want you to sit down and start 
with the wins. Start with the things that work in your class. Start thinking about that student that you were able to reach. Think about that student that was able to use the target language at the end or at some moment and you felt so proud of that student. So starting with wins will help you kind of like, I don't know, celebrate yourself and start with the positive tone. Okay, if you want a guide for that reflection, uh, you can go to growingwithproficiency.com forward slash reflection 23 and you can get a copy of my guide. And that guide includes a link of the student survey. Okay, now in that same reflection, you will start with the wins and then you look at your data. It can be, and of course, exam, it can be any results that you have, it can be average in your class. Personally, I have my grade book divided by a mode. So I have the uh, interpretive mode, I have the presentational mode, I have the interpersonal mode, and then I put all the assessments that we that I do in class in the mode. So that will help me. And then I divide it into listening and speaking. And what that has helped me a ton is to see what is our strength. So sometimes I look at my great book and I can easily say, hmm, we really do great at interpretive listening, but we need to work on interpretive reading, or maybe my presentation at writing is working really well, but my presentation at speaking is not that good. So I look at data and you can write some pieces of data. Now, you also have more data that is the things that you observe in your class. And that is a great, it's observational data. And that is very, very powerful. So just take some time to like, work and put that data on a piece of paper. Okay, after you do that, you move to one of my favorite parts that is decide what has worked in your class and decide what you want to improve in your class. What are the areas that you want to grow in your class? Now, when we do this, I want you to become curious. Curiosity is such a great tool. I, when things don't work in our classes, we tend to judge. We judge ourselves, we judge our students, we judge judge the reality of the educational system. And that's good. I mean, like, that is a moment that we need to do that. Sometimes we just need to vent. Sometimes we just need to, like, uh, complain about it. But I personally try not to stay in that area for too long because I, I just feel like it doesn't serve me or serve my students. So I want to try to do things that are going to benefit me and benefit my student. And instead of just staying in that area of venting or just judging or just feeling like I'm a bad teacher, that I'm not enough, that I'm not doing enough, or that my students are not appreciating me or are not valuing me, instead of staying there, I just say, huh, so what is happening in my class? Why are we not being able to use the target language so much in that class? Hmm, why my students are so reluctant to work in pairs? Why do they prefer to work as individuals? Because we need to talk to each other, right? Like we need the interpersonal. And then I become curious. And that curiosity has helped me grow a ton. So when you're doing that step in, in your class, for your classes, just stay curious. Just stay curious about it and wonder why. How can you do this? And then decide of what concepts you want to explore. And that is the next step. That is the E, explore concepts. So when I did this with the members of my academy, what we did is 
we brought all the content that we have uh, used in my class, in my academy, trainings, videos, resources, demos, and all the things that we do inside the academy. And we divide it by the topics that the topics that we have been working in the class, building connections, building culture, staying in the target language, supporting output, all those elements that we have been working in the class in the in, during the year. So we divided all the content in the academy and we put them as a playlist. So when we did that, I, I was thinking, Oh my God, this is so great. And I got so much feedback from the members of the academy. So I was wondering, how can I do this for you? If you're not a member of the academy and I thought about, huh, I can create curated playlists for you. And that's what I did. So what I did is I took all the episodes that we have recorded inside Growing with Proficiency, the podcast, and I created five curated playlists that are going to address the five big burning questions that we have as language educators. How can we use more target language, engagement and motivation, using stories in the class, uh, learning more about second language acquisition and creating connections and a good culture in the class. So if you want to get that playlist for you, just go to growingwithproficiency.com forward slash playlist and you will receive it in your inbox. And the only thing that you have to do is choose your area of growth. What is the area that you want to like learn more or gain clarity about or get more ideas about it and click and you're going to have all these uh, episodes for you uh, as a curated playlist. So I hope that you really like that because I, I thought that it was a good tool for you. Okay, so what are you going to do after you explore your, your uh, concept? Or even before, just decide on a concept and then move on to the last step. And the last step is the P. And the P is plan a focus or a goal for the next week. <laughs> next month, next grading period, next school year, whatever is the next for you. Just plan for that goal, plan for that focus. Now, what I want you to do right now is I want you to, if you're not driving <laughs> or the next time that you're sitting, I want you to write it on a post-it or if you're on your phone, maybe record a voice memo. I want you to say, what is your plan? What is that goal? What, what, what is what you want to focus? And when you write it on a post-it or you create like an audio memo, I want you to email it to your school email. Now, if you're like me, and I hope you are in that aspect, not in all the aspects, <laughs> but in that aspect, I hope that you don't check your school email during breaks. So if you're in, in your weekend, or if you are in a, you know, any vacation or summer break, don't check your school email. I don't. So I hope that you're like me and don't check it. But what it does is that if you are working on this step forward and you're writing your plan, you take a picture, you send it to your school email, then you close. Then you are, you give your, your, whatever working period you are, close it. And then next time that you go to school is going to be there for you. And it's going to be a great reminder and then it's not going to be in your mind. So that is a little trick that I hope is going to help you when you complete this protocol. Okay, I hope, see, it was short, but I hope that really this step forward protocol have given you uh, some tools to reflect on your practice, to reflect on your class in a way that is gonna bring growth 
an excitement for you because it does for me. So I just hope that it does a little bit for you too. And remember, if you want to work on your explore concepts, go to growingwithproficiency.com forward slash playlist and you will be getting your curated playlist that I hope that you like. That's it for today. I hope that you have a great rest of the day, rest of the week, and I will see you soon. Nos vemos pronto. Chao, chao.